Hi guys and welcome back to the Talent Talk podcast. Today we're going to be talking about chairmans. Yeah, you know, the most prestigious award in first. So basically, uh, you know, my name's Kiona and here we have today... I'm at Vika. Um, I'm the VP of Education for the Tompkins High School Robotics team. I'm Ankita. I'm Shivani. Those are our rookies. Woo! And then, <laughs> and then, uh, and I'm the VP of First Programs on our team. So basically, you know, over the past three or four years, we've won chairmans, like in the 2018 to 2019 season, I believe. We won it at the district and state level, and then... We eventually went to Worlds. Yeah, we, yeah. With chairmans. And then, I think it was the next year before COVID hit, we did get it at the district level before, you know, state and Worlds was canceled, sadly. So we have won this award um, a few times. And we just want to give you, you know, our tips and little things we did to win. So... If you don't know how the chairman's essay is formatted, basically you get 13 questions and you get 500 characters, not words, characters, to answer it. And then the essay is 10,000 characters. Yeah, and I think that's it. They did change. Actually, what happened was the um, questions that the thir- those 13 short answer questions, it changed um, in the... 2020 to 2021 Mm -hmm. season because that was when COVID um, everything was virtual with the competition so um, in the past we usually did more narratives on our chairman essay questions so in the previous questions we mainly used narratives but then after the 2020 season we developed our database system which we could like numerically track our events and projects um, and other things. So that season, we used more statistic, a more statistical approach to how we answer the questions by including more numbers and data in order to prove that. But then we realized that it was two numbers. Like it was so monotone and it lacked like the narrative that we initially had. So um, I think the best approach to um, writing your essay and the questions is to do a combination of both, including both the narrative and the statistical aspect of um, your data. So then the judges kind of get a personal sense, but also know that you're being legitimate about like your projects and the data. So what um, Advika was talking about, we created this um, documentation database, and that was when the first guidelines came out that was like, um, can you please record all you've done? Like, is it reached, ran those first definitions, and, you know, you document it. What we did is that we made an online database so we could easily, uh, you know, organize everything we've done because it was a lot that we've done. Um, another thing that happened with chairmans is that it went from looking at what you've done in the past five years to what you've been doing in the past three years. So... That's kind of like, for me as a senior, that's my high school career here, but at Tompkins um, on the robotics team. But for someone else, you might be a sophomore or you might be a mentor. That You guys need to look back at the last three years. And we, and it's 2022, so we think the last three years are 2021, 
2018, no, sorry, not 2018, <laughs> um, 2020 and 2019. Um, and then going on to what we do, like at the beginning, what is our first steps? What we tend to do is we will look at the past chairman's winners. We're, because they won world, state, mm-hmm. or whatever competition they won. We, they won it for a reason. The judges chose them for a reason. And we try to go back and read their essays. And see what they did and compare it to what we did. Yeah. It might take more time. It might take um, longer. But it's actually worth it. Because especially when the new questions came out in the 2021 season... We were like, whoa, these are new questions. What do the judges want? Because with the old questions, we had an idea. But with these new questions, we didn't know. And after the season ended and, you know, you, you if you go and search up past chairman's winners and you go to the Hall of Fame, um, I think it was team like 504, something like that. And we read their answers and we were like, we're on the track. We had similar responses and... Um, um so um so we're gonna ask our rookies how they what they think about the initial processes so what did you guys like about how um we first like looked at other teams essays like did you guys think that it was actually useful or did you guys think that like it was like a waste of time kind of um initially um looking at the essays it kind of gave insight on what the judges are actually looking for considering that we got new questions this year Mm -hmm. um and even though it is a time-consuming process i think like the work and effort you put in is worth it considering it's what the judges like and as as rookies did that kind of help like you guys like realize what we're actually doing because I mean, we just gave you an essay and we kind of told you, hey, this is chairman's, like, gave you a brief explanation. But, like, looking at the other essays, did that help you kind of realize, like, what we're actually, like, writing and, like, wanting to do with ours? Yeah, as I've never really done a chairman's essay before, it helped me realize, like, the balance you need between statistical and narrative and also what you need to include in the short answer questions. So what we do after we're reading these um, essays is that we'll make a list. What do we think we really like about what these other teams are doing? Because even if they win, you'll find stuff that you think you don't want to do or stuff you really like and you want to do. And that's what happened with us. So what we do, we, went, we go through each short answer and we made a bullet point. Hey, this is what we would like to do also in ours. Maybe it's how they were able to phrase it or maybe it's how they were able to talk about something. It doesn't matter. It could be the subject matter or whatever. We just made a bullet point of stuff we liked. Going off of what Kiana was saying, we after we look at those um, essays and decide what we like, we brainstorm what, which one of our projects um, fit into that criteria. So, like, if the past winners used, like, education classes, we are like, oh, we can include, like, these this aspect of our education program, or we can include this aspect of our outreach program, as it kind of similarly addresses these constraints. Or we can talk about other unique ways that we also um, helped, like, spread messages. But this, at this point, after we read the essays, we like to brainstorm and bullet point what projects that fit in our criteria and kind of match 
the general message of what um, other teams have also said? I think one of our um, go-to ideas when we're making these bullet points is to find the not-so-big projects you've done, but the smaller projects that might make more impact, Mm -hmm. that might still have an impact, um, I meant to say, but are not like those big ones, because I think you save those big projects for the bigger essay or your presentation or your video, but the short answers, I feel like, is a is a spot where you can also make those smaller projects shine in a sense also and then after that we we decide what do we want in our presentation what do we want in our video what do we want in our um essay because if you just put the same thing in each um it gets really repetitive it gets repetitive you're not giving anything new to those judges because before you enter and present chairmen they have read your essay they already have an idea of stuff you've done they've already taken their notes or whatever now when you're going to go present and if you're choosing to show your video with the presentation you want to give new stuff new stuff that's where they're like oh that's all so cool wow they do such a great job so at this point in the process we like to split um our projects between the video presentation and the essay so we usually put more emotional um emotional like projects and outreach events in the video as we can like actually capture those moments through like photographs or video footage and then we put more um like actual like outreach events projects like that are more um i guess statistical not 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 as impactful as um like not more emotionally tied in comparison to the ones that we put in the video yeah and those go in the presentation or essay. Mm-hmm. And basically, this is this is what um, we have this little line. It's like, um, what's more, what's going to make those judges tear up? An image of you maybe making these baskets or donating stuff to the um, to like disadvantaged disadvantaged to- people, or just showing them a um, education class. Which one's going to be more impactful of helping those disadvantaged um, youth? And that's what we want to show in a video. While those essay and presentations more for stuff we've accomplished rather than stuff we've been able to really impact. Um, so going back to our rookies, what do you guys think is the most important um, thing to include in your essay? So in like your essay questions, what do you think is um, the most important uh, piece of information? Like, do you guys think, um, so as we said, we've included more like emotional stuff in the video. What do you think, why do you think that we include more statistically based information in our essays? Do you think it's actually like resourceful um, instead of kind of being just like, like we're just kind of listing facts. Do you think like it's beneficial in some sort of way? I would definitely say it's beneficial to add statistics as like you're already capturing all your emotional um, like outreach programs, all of that in the video. So it's important to include the accomplishments you've made, mm-hmm. like um, scholarly ac- accomplishments, robotics based accomplishments. So it shows that you're really involved in first. Mm-hmm. I don't think you want to put in your video hey, we sold 100 copies of this, or we um, we reached 100 students. You want to say, 
something more impactful, something more that more meaningful, and leave those statistics for the essay and presentation. What else is there in um, the essay? What we'll do is also look at our old essays because we want to see. Actually, think about it. This happens to us every year. We go back and we read our old essays, and we're like, we don't really like our old essay. We want to really step it up and change it. I think when you look at your essays, like a year later, your perspective on them changes. You see the flaws more easily. You see the the strengths more easily. You see what you like and don't like because a year is a long time and things change. And every year we've done this, we're like, yeah, I don't like that. Let's take that out. Yeah, I like that. Let's keep that in this new essay. So um, that's something we also do. Now going now, let's talk about like how we tackle those short answer questions. What we do, as we said, we have a bullet point, um, point pointed list of projects that we do, and then we're gonna start writing a rough draft of trying to just put it all together. Um. So. In our essay, we all get together in one room. We spend our Saturdays, 12 to 6, working on chairmans um, for like half the time where we all just write. We just sit down and write according to the prompt. We write, we first write what our thoughts are on the question. And then we come back and read it over again, look back at it get new perspectives so some of our rookies who don't know our past experiences so we can get like a fresh pair of eyes looking into our essay and just telling us what they don't understand we literally read over that same question so many times and revise and edit to make sure that like it's it's the most clear version and most concise version of what we're trying to tell the judges what i forgot to mention earlier is that we also look back at judges old comments of our essay our presentation our video we look at those old comments and for example one year we had the comment hey you guys you're you guys have such a great project and everything but sometimes it's hard for us to understand it might be easier for you guys as a team who did those projects to understand your projects but for us at an outside perspective we don't so that's what's also beneficial about our rookies who come in because one thing we always ask them to do hey you guys don't know these projects as well as we do we live through these projects you didn't so can you tell us do the, does this make sense to you and what usually happens guys when um we're asking you do you usually find that it doesn't make sense and that we have to go back and revise and make sure it makes sense yeah, there's definitely some areas because um, like when looking at our past or your past essays, it's clear that you guys were the ones writing it. And knowing that we don't know the group personally and our fresh eyes going on what you wrote, it's clear to see how like judges can have confusion on what you wrote. So incorporating our perspective into um, your new essay prompts, it's um, nice to see how... Um, uh, the judges can understand what you're saying as if we understand it, it's probably like a new fresh set of eyes understanding what you're saying. 
Yeah. So I think that's also something you guys should also do. You should make sure some newbies or someone who doesn't know your team should read your essay to make sure you are talking, whatever you're talking about makes sense to someone that's not on your team who already knows what you're talking about, Mm -hmm. if you get what I mean. And then after um, going back to the how you're going to answer those short answers, you will have to one thing one tip I recommend is putting transitions because if you don't have transitions between ideas in your paragraphs, it kind of sounds really choppy. So make sure to like if you're transitioning from one topic to the next, have a reason for it. Don't just throw like random facts on a page. Because the judges, that's not going to make sense to them. We've done that in the past, and we've learned from that. So we kind of include a narrative, but also include statistical information, like I said before. But we make sure it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, we're telling a story within our little questions. Yeah, that's actually, that's um, a great way to put it. We're still, it might be just 500 characters, but we're still trying to put a story into it. And then... um, Going into the long answer questions, uh, what do you guys think is one of the most important parts? The organization of the essay, I believe, is like the most important part. Um, we follow a legacy format for um, like your long-term impact, education, growth, Ayuba community, and why you chose to include everything. And it's important to format our essay, and it's also our motto, which I feel like corresponds well. And I I think going off of what Ankita said, um, having a format kind of makes it more organized and shows the judges, like, their structure to our team, as in we do different aspects. So I guess the legacy format is kind of, um, like, how our leaders and outreach are kind of organized. Um, So there's kind of, like, a reason for why you're including things. Like, there's different aspects to our team, and the different sections of our essays corresponds to that, and also corresponds to our overall motto, legacy, building a legacy. Yeah, so basically we're using our team's motto, motto, sorry, and we're using that like a, what's that word, where you take the letters of a word and you make... Acronym? An acronym. acronym. (laughs) So basically, we're making, we decided to organize it through an acronym. That is our decision. You guys can organize it however you want. If you want to just organize it by like, oh, this is like education. Oh, this is like community outreach. This is marketing. You do that. But like, find what makes your team stand out the best. Yeah. I think if you find a unique way to organize that um, long essay, it's going to really help you because then the judges are like, oh, we really like this. We really like how you organize it. It's easy to understand. It's grouped by by idea, and it's not too complex. Another tip that I have is having a schedule to, like, do your work. Because in the past, we have run into some incidents where we're working last minute and cramming all of us staying up. So I think it's really important to create a tentative schedule where, like, there's, like, certain days of the week on some of your meeting days where you just schedule to, like, write your essay. Because writing the essay, I think, is the hardest part because the presentation and video are more easier at least for us it seems to just flow by it's not too difficult for us to um, but writing but writing that is a more tedious task yeah so one tip is starting early the next is actually having a schedule yeah so what we did this year was we started um in december we started what we did because we wanted to 
we wanted to look at those old essays and that was going to take some more time. Mm -hmm. So we started in December looking at those old essays. And when we came into the new year, we started actually writing because now we had a really good outline. We already had a really good base of how we were going to go about this. And that makes it easier to write. And um, that's just going to really help you guys. Anyways, I think that's all in this essay. Essay. I mean, video. <laughs> it's not video. Podcast. podcast. Sorry, guys. We're like we're talking. We're talking about all the different parts of chairmans. We're like, what is what is what? <laughs> Anyways, so does anybody? If anybody doesn't have anything else to add, then I'll say if you ever want to ask us questions, if you want to reach out, you can um, email. FRC5427 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We have our website. If you Google Steel Talents 5427, you can see our projects on YouTube. And yeah. Bye, guys. Bye.